Hi, girl. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, everyone, to the reintroduction Warrior Woman podcast. I took a little downtime and wanted to come back with a, um, a much-anticipated episode for myself that I have titled Motherhood, emphasis on the hood, and I brought back my favorite co-host, <laughs> Melissa Jimenez you heard her last time on our cocktails and conversation edition and I thought who better to have on the motherhood edition of warrior woman um, than one of my best friends and fellow mama yay thanks for having me thanks I'm so excited so so you're actually one of the reasons that I wanted to do this podcast in the first place, because Aww. you're, again, you're one of my closest friends and one of the few people who I feel like I can really talk to about the trials, the true trials and oh, tribulations yes. Oh, yes. of the hood of mothers. Um, it is so true. It is so true. <laughs> I'm literally I, in I, my hoodie right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because what else do you wear? Right. You're a mom. <laughs> and you're home and you're a mom. You put right. your hoodie on because it's That's all right. about the comfort. That's right. Um, so you are the mama of a little girl, Abby, who we mentioned yes. in the last podcast, but Abby yes. is about to turn four. Yes. And, almost uh, four. I'm almost there, ladies. Girl, I'm I know. Almost there. I know. She's almost ready to pay her own taxes. Oh, my God. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> Um, funny side note that you were, um, giving birth to Abby around the same time that I was getting pregnant. I know it's crazy. It's too much information, too much information. Um, but you know, I'm I'm all about the transparency. So, uh, so let's dive right into it and, um, please let's give a little disclaimer first, uh, because we're, we both have pretty, uh, twisted, sarcastic senses of humor. So I don't want to say anything that's going to offend anybody out there or make people think that we're like anti-motherhood or don't love our kids. Right. Um, But for me personally, and I know for you, after a lot of our conversations, the best way for me to describe it is you love your kids so much that it's like, it's like a suffocating love. Like you've never felt anything like it quite that intense in your life. And all of a sudden it happens and you're like, oh my God, I love you so much that I'm going to obsess about you every second of every day, probably for the rest of my life. Yeah. And what happened to me? Yes, exactly. And it's like you, you pour so much love into this little person that, yeah, we do forget about ourselves a lot. And I mean, I think it's important to kind of sit back and really, we really do have to kind of laugh and joke about it because it's, it's such a roller coaster. And I mean, I know people tried to tell me, but no one, no one, no one and nothing can prepare you for the hood of mothers. No, no. One and nothing. No. And I think the other thing that like, I just want to say off the bat too, is it's not, it's not that we're, we're anti-motherhood or anti-being a mom, but I think the, the other thing that I don't want to come across is, is like, it's, I, I, you always hear these podcasts about the, the brighter side of motherhood and the, and the happier side of things that, that, you know, we're not postpartum depressed people either because we're bringing this to the table, you know, yes. there is a wonderful side of it. But there is also a really hard, you know, nitty gritty side of it as well that a lot of people just don't talk about. 
I know. because they are scared of being judged or, you know, or whatever the case is. It's just, you know, it's okay to talk about it and it's okay to bring it to the table because at the end of the day, I feel like the more I talk about it with you and some of my other mom friends that are okay to be beastly with, yes. you know, yes. like I feel so much comfort in that. You yeah. Know? I feel like, oh, wow, that, that, oh my God, like I'm not that alone. wasn't just me, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, that was you too? Yeah. Wow. And I'm not crazy because my kids drive me crazy sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, and even going back to what you said, the whole postpartum depression thing, like I straight up dealt with some of that. And yeah. I've talked about before how I didn't have it with, with my first one, but after my second one was born, I definitely experienced it and it was, it sucked. Like it was yeah. dark and it was great. And I joke around now because I'm like, God, put me in a high school, put me in a high school and any, anyone who's even thinking about yes. getting pregnant, talk to me and I will totally yes. make you change your mind. Like I'll be mm-hmm. the best birth control because I, I can totally relate to and and not be afraid to talk about really the dark hard yeah you know they give the kids like the sack of potatoes or whatever to walk around with it's like yeah no you're like my kid that's the least of your worries yeah (laughs) the kid the house and all the other stuff for like a full week and then yeah and then come back yeah we'll see how fun it is yes yes, i know you know it it really does take get it and funny that the podcast is warrior woman because it straight up takes a warrior whether you're a, a single mom, a single dad, or co-parenting, whatever it is, it takes a warrior to raise. A, it's the hardest thing yeah. that I have ever, ever done. I mean, it's like, and it's so different than when our parents did it, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's so, so, so different, you know? And, I feel like we have so much to shield them from now. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, it's like, it's so much harder because everything is just in your face. And I feel like for our parents, girl, like, what did we have growing up? Like 15, 20 TV channels. I mean, yeah, you know, and you were lucky if your parents could afford HBO. So it's like, what were you really seeing? And now, you know, you really, truly cannot even turn on the TV. I mean, my, my three-year-old like sees a Victoria's Secret commercial and he's like, boobies. Yeah. You know, (laughs) you know, and I totally try to be like, yeah, boobies, buddy. Boobies feed babies. (laughs) Yes, exactly. You know, because you're like, oh, my God, I just ruined him for life. You know, I know. But seriously, I mean, there's nothing that they don't. It's true. I know. And, And it just puts one more thing that we really have to be like aware of as parents um, to be protective of our kids. And it's so hard to maintain the innocence of, of a child mm-hmm. in this day and age. And I can't even imagine what it's going to be like for our kids. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's just, I could only, I could only imagine. I think, I think the pace that we live in, like our life pace is in full, like jet speed. Like yes. things happen so fast all day long you're just on the go, 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 go. And, and on top of trying to just maintain, you know, some kind of sanity throughout all of it, you're also trying to slow down. And, you know, it's like, it's, it's really, it's such a different mindset from when our parents were, you know, raising kids and even just our friends who have kids, you know, like it, it really is just such a different mindset. And I, I tell myself every morning, like, just be grateful for, 
for the fact that these are your struggles because I mean, I have a healthy child. I yes. love my child. I have mm-hmm. a healthy life. I have a healthy lifestyle. Like so many things are so wonderful about it, but but those those grateful moments are the moments that get me through like wanting to pull my car into the driveway into the garage <laughs> and leave it on. <laughs> You know, like I just, those are the moments that. Yeah, it's true. Really and you like... know what? That is the crazy balance of it. It really is true because if, if you didn't love them so much, yeah, it would make those crazy times that you really feel like you're losing your shit. It would make them like even harder. And Absolutely. I mean, like for me, you know what happened with my second one where, yeah. you know, Maverick, I breastfed and Maverick, you know, he, he was on the boob in the bottle, no problem. And with Dawkins, um, it started out where I, I introduced the bottle a couple times and then I just was in the swing of breastfeeding and he was my second one. So it was just easier for me to kind of whip it out and, and feed him than like get the whole bottle thing going. And when it was time for him to start daycare, I tried reintroducing the bottle and he was not having it. And I was yeah. blindsided by that. I mean, these are the little things that you just don't see coming and people don't understand. And especially, I mean, like, you know, that's, I think, what really contributed a little bit to my postpartum situation. Yes. All of a sudden, it hit me like a ton of bricks that I was just like, oh, my God, I am the sole source of nutrition for every meal for this child. Like, I I felt totally strapped. Yeah. You know? You're like the lung, you know, yes. like, yes. You and are there's like a part the of it that's so beautiful. And then there's a part of it that was just like, Oh my God, I just felt completely like deflated of, of just myself and any time for myself and whatever. And even now it's so tough because I was joking with my friend the other day, like half joking, half serious that, um, you know, my, my second one is 15 months old now. And Ryan and I, my husband and I have not done a single thing together, just the two of us since Dawkins was born. And not because we haven't wanted to, but literally every time we try, one of our kids gets sick. And I mean, like, legit sick, sick like yeah. high fever, and we have to cancel. And, you know, so it just it it's become this thing where it's like, oh, my God, I really, I can't it's so hard to just reestablish my life and even a minute to get out of the house with Ryan, you know? Yeah. And I think, um, I think there's like, there's so many dynamics in personality as far as like with motherhood, you know, like I, I have two sisters and I like, I watched my sisters both have kids and, I never, I just never saw them ever sweat when, when it came to like doing things and being a person on top of being a mom, you know, like yeah. my mom, my one sister just put them all in the car, never skipped a beat, like breastfed, went to work, like all these things just like never skipped a beat with anything, you know, and maybe she was having her you know, moments with her husband or whatever, but she never saw anybody like let her sweat, you know? Yeah. That's not me. (laughs) Yeah. Me neither. And like, even with my other sister, same thing. And like, it was always this comparison, like, Oh my God, why is this so hard for me? Like, why am I stressing so much? And like, and and for me, I'm pretty chill. Like I'm a pretty Mm -hmm. chill person. Like I'm very even keel for the most part. 
Like, even when Abby was a baby, like, you know, I rolled with the punches, you know, I, I kind of felt like, you know, I didn't stress so much. The things that I would always stress about were as she got older, you know, the freedom that I was so used to having that Mm -hmm. I didn't have anymore Mm -hmm. was, was the biggest hurdle for me. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't so much like, you know, breastfeeding, which was hard. I mean, that was very hard. It wasn't, it wasn't the sleepless nights. Those were really freaking hard, so hard, but that was easy compared to not being able to get up and go to a yoga class. Yeah. Whenever you want, whenever I wanted, like getting up and going for a walk without anybody needing something like getting up and doing something without having to plan it, um, have a babysitter for it. I talk about it with somebody else, with my husband, whoever was, you know, caring for somebody like those strapped down moments were the moments where I just wanted to give up because I was like, you know, it's not about asking. It's not about saying like, I need this. Can I have this? Like, can I, can I do this? Mm -hmm. It was like, why doesn't somebody just, just do it, do it and ask me like, and tell me, why don't you go and do something for yourself? Because I can see how stressed out you are. Yes, I know. And that brings us to another really good thing to talk about, which is just that, like remembering that you have to find time for yourself and how hard it is sometimes to ask for help. And I really realize why people say it takes a village to raise a baby because it does. It does. I mean, when you don't have a good tribe of people around you for help and support, it can be just ridiculously overwhelming because you really, it is almost impossible to find time for yourself. You have to seriously make a humongous effort to carve out some time for yourself. And you don't realize, I mean, the freedom that you have pre-children is, it's like, it's, it's, it's such a distant, you just get up and and go like to be able to do that. I mean, I worked such long hours and it never really bothered me because, you know, when I was done working, I would get up and I would go do whatever I wanted and, you know, whatever. But now it's like, exactly. I'm like, I can't work these hours anymore. And I had to cut my hours. And even with cutting my hours, there's still not, not enough time in the day. And I still feel like I thank God for Walmart grocery pickup and target right by me started Mm -hmm. doing it because girl, the weekend comes and I'm like, do I really want to go to the grocery? This is my out. This is my big out going to the grocery store, you know? So let right. me just go get like, that target. Pick when did this become the norm? time to go yeah. do something like yeah. sit at a restaurant by myself and, you know, let somebody else feed me. <laughs> yeah. You know, and not, and not yeah. feeding somebody else while oh, I'm I doing know. that, you know, yeah. like, can I sit down and just enjoy something without being sidetracked? Can I make a phone call without you know, somebody pulling on your pants, following to, you into the bathroom, yes, eating off to, of your plate, yes, wiping you know, your boogers like, on you. <laughs> something. Yeah. Like, and all that is so, so awesome because it is part of being a mom, but it doesn't discredit the fact that it's a hundred percent of the, like you do anything, you do anything a hundred 
and it gets old, you know? Yeah. Like, you can love chocolate and eat chocolate morning, noon, and night. Three, you're like, like. Oh, I know. Anymore. No more chocolate. And I know. Too much of anything. Yeah, too much of anything. Yeah, except, but when you're a parent, it's like, you know, there, you, you can't diet on parenthood, you know, you can't cut out the most important things yeah. in parenthood that you need to be bringing to your kids all the time. You know, you can't, it is it, no. above it's anything no. else. I mean, maybe national security is right up there. I don't know. But I think above anything else, it really is a full-time job. And just like, a, an actual nine to five full-time job, you might have those moments where, you know, you're having fun with your coworkers or whatever. So it's not to say that you're never having fun with your kids. I mean, of course you are. And there's so many days I sit there and I look at them and I'm like, oh my God, you guys are so funny. I'll never forget this moment. I'm just relishing in 